Welcome to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, the results manifestation coach for women. I am on a mission to help them just like you to break through your limiting beliefs, your old programming and paradigms to truly manifest a life that you want, not what everyone else in your world and in society tells you that you should have, but what you want. You are in for such a treat because what we're going to be doing in this show is to help you unlock the secrets to manifesting that life. Where those secrets exist, they exist in your mind. And our goal through these episodes is to really help you unlock the secrets to take your life to the next level to manifest a life that you love. So whether you want more money, more freedom, to have more impact, better relationships, you want better health, happiness, whatever your goal is, we are here to support you in achieving it. Tune in to this podcast every single week like it's your job, because I promise you, it's going to create massive change in your life. So let's do this. Welcome back to our episode today of Next Level Woman. I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend here, Linda S. Moore. Now, I had to write down some notes because her background is so extensive. Linda describes herself as a recruiter, a lifestyle entrepreneur, and builder of leveraged wealth. And this is the journey that she's taken. This is quite interesting. She's worked in critical care for 25 years as a legal nurse consultant and clinical trial studies. She's been the owner of a medical aesthetic clinic, driving revenues to $3.5 million. She's an investor and consultant to gold and silver coin programs. She's an investor and coach in the cryptocurrency space. And her mission is to help women learn to be financially fit via leveraged wealth. So that is quite a journey. Welcome, Linda. Thanks. So nice to be here. I, I really appreciate the invitation, Lisa. So tell us, how the heck did you go about um, your journey from working critical care to now working in the financial industry? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, as a nurse, obviously, you aren't paying any attention to the bottom line or, or, you know, how, how the whole function works. You are just nose to grindstone and making sure you help as many people survive as possible and hopefully come out healthy. Um, so along the way in 1996, I was actually introduced to the network marketing industry and it happened to be a wonderful company with very, very high level business people. Uh, Rexall showcase it was international just a great experience. And I remember when the light bulb went on, probably my second week, and I said, um, you need to tell me if I work a little harder, I can make more money. Because <laughs> as a nurse, I mean, that just doesn't happen. In fact, I found um, in nursing uh, that the longer somebody was in nursing, the less oomph they had, they were the ones making the most money because they were at the top of the pay scale. So it's like all of a sudden it was a reverse because I've always had a lot of energy. I've always been driven, type A, goal-oriented. So, of course, I'd get in there and, and just do it all. And, you know, you come, come out kind of burned out. I always loved being a nurse, though. 
And then I became a nurse consultant as in the legal field in San Francisco for a couple of years. That was very interesting. Really wasn't for me. There wasn't enough action, I guess I'd call it. I, I didn't feel like I was a big enough part of the team. I remember one day, one of the partners uh, passed me in the hall and, and then called out. He said, oh, I forgot to tell you, Linda, you know that case you worked on four months ago? Uh, well, we won and it was your write-up that did it. Thanks. And I remember sitting in my little room going, four months? I, I was used to like knowing that I made a difference like 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 right now, right? And a big mm-hmm. part of the team. So uh, I know I've got a little bit of a long story, but. Well, no, one. <laughs> I just want to say you were probably, you know, thinking, well, okay, well, where's where's my cut of that big financial oh, no. amount you brought me up? <laughs> yeah. No, that didn't happen there either. <laughs> but I was paid well, so I'm not going to complain about that. But um, then at the very end of 1999, I uh, saw in Nurse Week magazine that there was a training for Botox and small leg vein removal. It was a weekend training. And I said, well, this sounds like the next step. And went the weekend and I not I'm not kidding the next week I was put in touch with a uh, ENT plastics guy locally I mean 10 minutes from my house he said well sure here's a little space for you you can you can start doing stuff and we'll just refer back and forth and within six months I had to have my own office because it the year 2000 was like you know it was the wave I remember when Botox the vial was 165 right now it's 875 and we were charging 18 to 20 a unit, and now they get eight to 10. So it, it was it was just overnight. Ooh, I loved nice. it. Mm-hmm. The artistry, you know, again, as a nurse, you, you don't have time to be thinking creatively. I mean, we're thinking, like, get it done. And here, all of a sudden, it was eye and hand coordination, artistry, molding, lifting. I thought, oh, my God, this is wonderful. And I mean, I just absolutely loved it for like seven, eight years. Unfortunately, the crash happened in 2008 and my overhead was still 50,000 a month. And all of a sudden the revenues were drop, drop, dropping. And uh, it was a great learning experience, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, I pretty much lost everything. Short sale on my home, Sapphire all went into business and gone. But, you know, I always just said, look, um, there's always something, you know, just keep your eyes and ears open. And through these last 10 years, I've come to realize that the most important thing in a venture, it's the people. If you attach yourself to great, integritous people, whatever the venture is, it it will go. Um, I mean, I've heard some pretty great things out there, but oh, some of those people, you just really kind of have to to take a back step and Right. Um, thank you very much. It's not for me. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. The world is everyone's oyster. And it's just a matter of realizing that, you know, opportunities are endless. And, you know, the other thing with women, I think, you know, somehow we're, well, we're, we're socialized, we're conditioned to not really stepping out and not sort of drawing attention to yourself. And I mean, listen, stepping out of the hospital and having my own clinic, my neck was on the chopping block. Most of the nurses I worked with in the hospital, except one or two who actually followed me into the field, you know, we were pariahs. It was like, who do they think they are? Well, I've come to say, who do I think I am? 
And I think I'm fantastic. <laughs> and I love to help women. <laughs> I just love to help women do the same thing in whatever it is that, that, that draws them, you know, whatever field, whatever their, their mission, their purpose, you know, cause they're, they're, there's just so much available. And obviously you can hear my enthusiasm and passion for it. I just want to see women become independent. Doesn't mean that you're going to be by yourself or alone, but no matter what, you're going to be okay because you're not always thinking, gee, can, can my family, my parents help me? Am I going to inherit this money? Maybe if I marry this wealthy guy or, or whatever it is. No, just think about what you can create yourself and what a great example you are for the next generations to follow behind us. Right. That sounds like you've already answered my next question, which is what is the biggest lesson or one of them that you've learned in your life or business so far? Well, again, uh, I'm, I'm going to say people, um, making sure that the people you're working with, you know, are solid. And, and then also always learning, always being open to learning. You know, never will any one person ever know everything. And okay. that was one thing I watched doctors, you know, because I was at Stanford when I was real young. And so I was exposed to med students, interns, et cetera. And, and, you know, we don't do doctors a service. We want them to think that they have to know everything. And that to me is dangerous because if you think that way, it doesn't, it, it just, I think, I think it just doesn't leave you open to, um, you know, expanding. And I right. guess that's why I loved working at Stanford because you had, you know, 25 year olds and you had 75 year olds. I was lucky enough to be at Stanford when Shumway was there. And, you know, he was still at 75, he was still learning. And it's like, that's, that is amazing. And I always think of um, Richard Branson. You know, when I see his enthusiasm for life, uh, I see him as a five-year-old little boy just kind of saying, really? You know, and, and that's how I always want to be, just that, that wonder of learning and growing and, and seeing what else you can contribute to make this beautiful world. Yeah, that's better. awesome. People who think they do know everything are pretty dangerous. And as a, as a doctor, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, you have to know that you don't know everything. And things are evolving all the time. So just being open to discovering things as they unfold. I think that's, that's spot exactly. on. Exactly. Exactly. Now, something else I love to ask my guests uh, is what does next level mean for you? Wow. Uh, next level with me lately is happening every day. <laughs> and I always say to people, you know, not even the sky's the limit. You know, I was fortunate also to be living in the San Francisco Bay Area for 50 years. So, I mean, where I lived was one direction, whatever direction there was innovation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, we need to, I mean, I just feel like it's just awesome that we can innovate in our own lives, you know, and to be exposed to, you know, I mean, like all the social media, all of the tech, all of the bio companies, you know, it just, it, it really made a huge impression on me, um, mm -hmm. knowing that there is no real end point and also enjoying the journey along the way, you know, take joy 
in, in learning and getting up every day in the morning and, you know, going for your hike in the woods, um, eating healthy food, you know? So to me, next level, there's just so much, I mean, it always, always areas to improve upon. True. Um, what advice do you have for our listeners? Someone who's maybe just, just starting to be open to that there might be more from life than just be someone like you, you know, used to do exactly your work. What would you tell them? Oh, keep your eyes and ears open. And um, I, I, I'm going to go back to the people. You just never know who you're going to meet. I started networking in 1996. I think that's real important. And the people that I met back then, I'm still connected to a dozen of them. And so what happens when you are in a circle of people who are highly successful and also joyful with what they do in their lives? It's like when you have a conversation, you know, just be open to what they're sharing, because that right there could be the turning point in, in your life at that moment. You know, we, we, we just never know. I mean, just in the last two weeks, I have added two more ventures because of people I've known for a long, long time have said, Hey, Linda, take a look at this. What, you know? And so if you stay connected and you're open to learning eyes and ears open and try not to be um, judgmental about what you're hearing because, you know, you don't have to, to take action right away, but, you know, just sort of let it seep in. And before you know it, you're taking these baby steps. And before you know it, six months, a year down the road, your life has evolved. And I really, truly think most of it starts with mindset. So oh, if you too. can get yourself into a positive, upbeat, and I'll use the word again, joyful mindset. It's amazing how many great things come your way. You know, if we're just open and ready for it. So don't be afraid. I think that's something we always kind of, it's fearful. It's, you know, to me, it's exciting, but I could see where it would be fearful mm -hmm. to somebody who kind of likes things to stay predictable. You know, for me being an ER nurse, ICU recovery, I, I didn't have predictable, right? So it was always staying one step, two steps ahead. And I always liked the challenge of not knowing. You know, when people say, well, how did you, you know, how did you go into medical skincare from critical care? Well, it's working with people. Right. <laughs> and knowing it's really psychology, the psychology of people getting into people's heads and, and, and knowing. Well, putting yourself in their shoes, you know, whether it was ICU with families or uh, in my clinic, having the ability to have that empathy and compassion and, and, mm -hmm. and saying, listen, I know how, how I'd like to be treated or I know how I'd like to look or I know how I'd like my mom to be taken care of in ICU. That's and great. so that was just how I did every day. I mean, it was like every day. I understand exactly what you're saying. That's how I make some of my decisions. You know, like what would I want if this if this patient were my family? Um, yes. But you're right. Those are universal. You can apply that to anything, really. So how do you get yourself to be more joyful? And, you know, I call it a higher vibration. Do you have a morning routine that you follow? 
I put my feet down on the ground and I have a couple mantras. It depends on the day. <laughs> and I would call that maybe a five minute meditation. And basically it's just being grateful, just expressing gratitude. And, you know, I had a pretty rough time, you know, back in 2010 to 15. Um, it, it was, it was devastating because I was used to being top of the line at everything. It's highly successful, making great money. All of a sudden it was like gone. So I had to really do some deep soul searching. And I remember I was kind of going down a spiral and I said, you know what I need to do? I need to find a place where I can volunteer because it's going to get me out of myself, kick myself in the butt, stop feeling sorry for myself, get over the pity party. Right. And I volunteered at the um, homeless prenatal program up in the mission in San Francisco. And it was fantastic. What a program that Margaret has put together. You know, women, pregnant women on the street, bring them into the program, not just giving them everything. They have to participate. They go up the steps. They become counselors. I mean, they give them housing. Yes, but listen, there are rules and regulations. But I would drive home and say, God, Linda, you have got it made, right? Then the drive and parking and all that got a little bit tedious. So I said, I'm going to find something closer to home. I was living in Portola Valley at the time. And I went to the NCEFT, NCEFT which is uh, Equine Facilitated Therapies. And we okay. have the little kids on the horses, autistic, that spoke for the first time. <laughs> I would drive home going, oh, my God, you know, mm -hmm. this is incredible. And that would carry me for weeks. I said, you know, it's all about perspective. Really is. Single, no, no debt. Think about the single moms with three kids. So, Linda, what is it that you have to complain about again? And, and so it got me just so keyed in to gratitude. No matter what I thought I lost, I, are, I, I maintained who I am, my knowledge, my expertise, my empathy, my kindness. And I said, those are things nobody can take away from you. And so I started building on that. And even though it's taken me quite a while, you know, to get back on my feet, you know, I am. And all the way along, I was helping others do the same thing. So that's great. And it's the journey, right? You have to enjoy the journey. It's not Absolutely. just a destination. So I know you have a lot going on. What would you like our listeners to know about how to get in contact with you or get more information on anything in particular you're interested in sharing with them? Well, I have multiple programs. I work with a company, Amari Global, and that is um, trademarked the mental wellness company. Um, some of the best nutritional products I've ever seen. Great mission, wonderful. And I guess you can just add my links, you know, as part of the program. And then there is a gold and silver coin collecting program that uh, is pretty fab fabulous. I knew nothing about it, you know, three months ago, learning a lot about uh, collecting and my eight coins that I have, uh, have gone up in value by 18%. So it's not only are you learning, but you're actually building a savings in essence, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then I was introduced to um, a 
company called My Daily Choice um, about two months ago. And my good friend Jay um, Sargent out of LA um, called and said, hey, take a look at this. And then the next day he introduced me to his mentor, Robert Hollis, who is a biggie in the industry, number 12, mm -hmm. highest earner in history of network marketing. And what's fun, fun about that company is that you don't have to be a diehard networker. Um, literally, you can bring one person to Robert and he'll work with them directly and you get a 30% override in a check match. There's one young, one young lady that's a personal trainer who um, had no interest in building a team. Um, she brought one woman in and uh, she has made over $300,000 in three years with one person. Wow. That's unheard of. You may it's get a comp plan. about that. <laughs> yeah, great, great comp plan, 85% payout. And they're the house of brands. And next week they will be adding three more. So there will be a total of nine brands to choose from. And uh, then <laughs> two weeks ago, <laughs> I was introduced to a cryptocurrency platform. I know a little bit about crypto, not much. Um, and that is called Hyperfund. And um, I kind of hesitate to say too much about it because it's it's just too unbelievable. But, you know, in the two weeks that I've been in, my my little tiny bit that I put in has gone up by well over 100 percent. So there's just so much right now and it's just mm -hmm. exciting. And all I'm going to say is that whatever I earn going forward on any uh, in any of my ventures is going to be going to good. Mm -hmm everything that I do. And if that means um, setting up my own foundation, having a retreat center where people can come and, you know, kind of refresh, you know, what, whatever it is, it, it will be for good. So um, I'm not interested in a Lamborghini. I'm not interested in a mansion on a hill. Yes, I like to have nice things around me. And, you know, yes, I like to, if I travel, I like to go business or first class, things like that. But, but it's, it's not things. It's more experiences and, and just expanding, you know, this, again, this beautiful world that we're in and protecting mother earth. Right. Your impact. That's what I'm, I'm really interested in impact right now myself. So yes. I appreciate that. Well, wow. I can't believe you're involved in so many things. That's exciting. Really exciting. Um, it's been great having you. And I look forward to learning more about everything you're involved with. We'll put links to everything in the show notes. And I believe you're on Facebook. Are you on the other social media? Oh, yeah. I, I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. Um, I joined in 2008 and have over 25,000 connections in LinkedIn. So that and it's business oriented. So you meet a lot mm -hmm. of people that are, you know, B2B and, and, you know, just, again, helping people rise up. So I, I like um, Instagram. I don't do Twitter. Facebook right now, it's, it's kind of interesting how things are changing. So I'm not sure, mm -hmm. you know, there's other platforms popping up, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I, I certainly am a believer in social media. I think it, it has just allowed us such a wide reach with people all over the world. Yesterday, Australia, I was doing Zoom with Australia, you know, uh, Bulgaria. You know, I mean, how would I ever meet those people? And so, so it is, it's <laughs> really fun. And then what's really cool is when you get the chance to 
actually travel and meet them in person. I can't mm-hmm. wait to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I went once. I'd love to go back. Well, lots of ways to get in touch with you. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. And, um, thanks for having me, Lisa. Yeah. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, before you go, I hope that you loved this episode. I would love it if you could do me two quick favors. First, make sure to subscribe to Next Level Woman. That way, you will get notified when the new episodes are coming out. So definitely subscribe to follow us. The other thing that I would love for you to do is to join us in my Next Level Manifestation Facebook group. This is an awesome place off the podcast platform where you can ask questions. I do free trainings and share very helpful resources there too. You're going to love it. And it's a great place to also find other women who are going after big dreams and getting great results. Links are in the show notes or go to lisahart.com, L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com. L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com.